The Bible has a great deal to say about the watches of the night. Jesus talked about it. NBC has a new law and order program this fall called the Third Watch. And the CNN headline news has now divided its day into watches. Depending on what time you tune in, you might see on the screen that this is the first watch or the second watch of the news day. I want to talk to you tonight about the fourth watch. In Luke 12, Jesus used the illustration of workers taking their watch. The 37th verse begins this way. Blessed are those servants whom the Lord when he cometh shall find watching. Verily I say unto you that he shall gird himself and make them to sit down to meet and will come forth and serve them. And he shall come in the second watch or come in the third watch and find them so blessed are those servants. And this know that if the owner of the house had known at what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not have permitted his house to be broken into. Be ye steadfast, ready also, for the Son of Man comes in an hour when you think not. In other words, Jesus is teaching that he's coming back to this earth to bring peace to the earth in a time of war and turbulence and violence and immorality. The Bible is the only book that writes history in advance. And those who turn to the scriptures for the spiritual clues of the signs of our time, you learn that the keys to the world situation today are all in the Bible. The question is, is there anything in the Bible that has to do with the critical hour in which we live, in which we are afraid? We talk today about the signs of the end of the world. It's true that there are many signs on every hand. But we ought to also be listening for the sounds of his coming. Someday he's going to come back. We don't know exactly when. We're told in the Bible not to set dates, not to try to figure out the exact moment of the hour that he's coming. But we know he's coming. As a little child awaits the sound of the father's footsteps as he comes home from work in the evening, he doesn't even have to look out the window to see him. Instinctively, the child not only listens for the sounds of his approach, but knows when the father is coming. We're listening now for the sound of Christ's footsteps. Not only signs, but we can listen. And I hear today the hoofbeats of those four horsemen of the apocalypse that are on their way. We should not be too busy, Jesus said, or preoccupied to know with spiritual certainty that even today he's at the door. Are you ready? In this scripture, Jesus speaks of the night which he divided into four watches. It's the old military watches of Rome. They're great armies that moved across the world. 
from sundown until nine, it was the evening watch. From nine to midnight was the midnight watch. From 12 until 3 a.m. was the cock crowing watch. And from three until six in the morning, it was called a morning watch. Now the world's night began at the very beginning when God created man. When man rebelled against God and broke God's laws, God gave him certain suggestions and restrictions as to the food he could eat in the Garden of Eden. God said, you can have all the fruit and all the thrill and the joy of this garden that I have built for your pleasure and for your joy and for your comfort and for your sustenance. But there's one tree you cannot eat of. If you eat of that tree, you will suffer and die. And for a while, man and God were friends. They walked together, talked together. Can you imagine what that must have been? I believe that we have already come through three watches of the world's night. And the world is now in the fourth watch of the night. With darkness enveloping civilization as never before in history. It started in the beginning when Adam and Eve rebelled against God and broke his laws. And from that moment on, man was a lawbreaker. He sinned against God and he passed that disease on to his children, to Cain and Abel. And Cain killed his brother Abel. He was jealous of him and then he murdered him. That was the first murder, the first jealousy. And it has been passed on to every generation in every part of the world, to every race. And we're all lawbreakers. We're all sinners before God. And God said, in the day that you eat thereof, you're going to suffer and die. And we've been suffering and dying ever since. The fourth watch of the night is upon us politically, morally, economically, and perhaps even religiously, the world is dark. And as we wait for the dawn, there should be a great sense of expectation among Christian believers everywhere. If you've ever camped out in the woods and in the solitude of the night, as you waited for the morning, you began to hear it. You heard it first the chirping of the birds, the coming alive of the world of nature. This was the first clue of the emerging daylight. And in that time of pre-dawn darkness, when the world was darkest and coldest, you realized that you were already hearing the sounds that signaled that the sun was about to rise. Our bright and morning star the Lord Jesus Christ himself is about to shed his light of glory on those who await his coming. The Apostle John says, every man that hath this hope in him purifies himself. We cannot look expectantly for his coming and be contaminated by the conditions of this pre-dawn darkness. 
if we're not looking for his coming, either we do not love his coming or we're not ready for it. Are you ready for it?